You are listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Good morning. This is Michelle Bentham, host of Blooming Inspired Podcast. I'm so excited. We're coming into day two of this message series, and I believe I'm going to call it Revival, Experiencing the Transforming Power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm just excited, excited, excited to be bringing this message to you. I've been tuning my heart to God and listening to Him and and, and walking with Him through a very difficult season. And then a couple of nights ago, I heard a message that just rocked my world and brought me to this place where I'm saying, why are we missing revival? And I believe God is giving me some keys as I read scripture, as I search his heart on this matter. And like I said, I've had enough scripture, I believe, to teach the whole year on this topic. And so I, I, I'm excited about that. I'm excited that we're coming into our one-year anniversary of this podcast. That's powerful. If you do me a favor, when you listen to this podcast, if it blesses you, would you just click the share button? And click the subscribe button if you want. I'll put you on our mailing list. We'll get this out to you every day that we release a podcast. And this is a reminder that this podcast goes out Tuesdays and Thursdays each week at 11 a.m. Central Time. So excited to be bringing the message and the word to you each and every week through the Blooming Inspired Podcast. I so grab your Bibles, turn to Matthew 28 and Mark 16. That's where we're going to be reading today. I just have a sense of his presence and his power on this word. I think God wants to say something huge in this moment. And I want to remind you that how I define revival. Revival takes place when the manifest presence of God through Holy Spirit is received, stewarded, both individually and corporately in such a way as every person in the room experiences the encounter that leads to transforming power in the lives it touches. And I'm going to tell you, you can pray all day, you can worship all day, you can read your Bible all day and never experience revival. Because revival rends the heart, not the mind. Revival rends the heart and not the body. Revival rends the spirit of a man or a woman. Why is this important to us women who are blooming inspired, who are being equipped and empowered, who are be having our voices showcased because we live blooming alive? Why is it important? Because people aren't talking about what it takes to achieve revival because I think largely we haven't known. We've, we've erected tents and heard fiery preachers and seen people saved and called it revival. But how many of those people actually walked out discipleship with Jesus, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and did what Jesus said they would do? What version of Jesus do they give away if they're never taught anything about him? And, and I'm talking about up close, personal, longer than 30 to 45 minutes on Sunday morning. I'm talking about read your own Bible and let the Holy Spirit teach you. And teachers are valuable. Pastors are valuable. Leaders at church are valuable. But they should not be a surrogate for your own relationship with Jesus. Your own relationship with God through His Holy Spirit. You see, 
Jesus didn't come so we could just get a ticket to heaven. And he didn't come so we could read our Bibles. And he didn't come so we could pray prayers like a wish list, hoping they'll come true. He came to empower us to bring forth the kingdom of God and his righteousness on this earth. And that is revival. And that is how we need to pursue life. His kingdom, his righteousness manifesting upon the earth through his Holy Spirit. We're just the conduit. So let's let's pick up a couple of chapters. So let's go to Matthew 28 because that will be the one that's most familiar. But I'm going to read it in an unfamiliar translation, okay? And this is, I'm going to start in verse 16 because I only want to read a short piece of this. This, what I finish with, will be commonly known throughout the ages as the Great Commission. But it is insufficient to only look at Matthew's account of this occasion. There were other witnesses who recorded what happened in these moments after he rose from the dead. Luke writes extensively from the end of Luke into the the beginning chapters of Acts about what this means. So let's just read it. I'm going to, I said I was going to start in verse 16. The 11 disciples, remember Judas has hung himself because he betrayed the Messiah. He betrayed Jesus and he's the reason that Jesus went to the cross. It played right into the plans of God, but it was still a betrayal. It was, he knew it was wrong, evidenced by the fact that he hung himself. The 11 disciples, having spoken to the Marys, remember the Marys went to the tomb, saw that he was risen from the dead, came back and told the others, headed to Galilee. See, the the Marys told them that Jesus was going to meet them in Galilee, headed to Galilee. This is where Jesus spent most of his time ministering while he was alive, to the mountain where they were to meet Jesus. When the disciples saw Jesus there, many of them fell down and worshiped. Can I tell you, when Jesus and his presence shows up, all you can do is fall down and worship. I don't have time to go there today, but I will go there because there's a, there's a parallel passage that talks about this, uh, this very concept before Jesus' death when he's praying in the Garden of Gethsemane in John. When the disciples saw Jesus there, many of them fell down and worshiped as Mary and the other Mary had done, but a few hung back. See, they weren't sure, and who could blame them? Jesus came forward and addressed his beloved disciples. The disciples don't know what to think or how to act. Nothing like this has ever happened before. Jesus says, I am here speaking with all the authority of God who has commanded me to give you this commission. Go out and make disciples in all the nations, ceremonially wash them through baptism in the name of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Then disciple them, form them in the practices and postures that I have taught you, and show them how to follow the commands that I have laid down for you. And I will be with you day after day to the end of the age." Now let's look at Mark 16 because it tells another piece of the story, okay? Verse 12. After that, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them as they walked through the countryside. And again, the others did not believe it. The eleven did not believe until Jesus appeared to them 
all as they sat at dinner. Okay, so these disciples, these other two that he appeared to were part of that 120 group or that larger group of disciples. They were not a part of the core 12 that became apostles. The 11 did not believe until Jesus appeared to them all as they sat at dinner. He rebuked them for their hard hearts, for their lack of faith, because they had failed to believe those witnesses who had seen him after he had risen. I wonder how many of us wouldn't believe and wouldn't recognize the testimony of people who encountered Jesus, who encountered the Holy Spirit with power. How many of us would lack the faith to believe and have hard hearts to cause us to doubt? Verse 15, Jesus talking, go out into the world and share the good news with all of creation. Anyone who believes this good news and is ceremonially washed will be rescued, will be saved. But anyone who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. These signs will follow who? Those who believe. Does it qualify them? Those who believe before there's a canon of scripture. Does it qualify them? Those who believe only in the words spoken by the disciples and the apostles. No, anyone who believes the good news that is being shared with all of creation and is baptized will be rescued. But anyone who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. They will be able to cast out demons in my name, speak with new tongues, take up serpents and drink poison without being harmed. And they lay the hands on the sick to heal them. After the Lord had charged the disciples in this way, he was taken up into heaven and seated at the right hand of God. The disciples went out proclaiming the good news and the risen Lord continued working through them, confirming every word they spoke with the signs he performed through them. Well, that's all the time that we have today, but be sure to tune in Thursday at 11 a.m. Central Time right here at the Blooming Inspired Network. That's bloominginspirednetwork.com on our website. Click the podcast link at the top of the page. You'll find the Blooming Inspired podcast right there. Or you can find us on Facebook at Blooming Inspired, facebook.com forward slash Blooming Inspired, or on Twitter at Bloom Inspire Net. We're also on Instagram at Blooming Inspired. Let us know you're listening. Leave comments on our post on our social media. Be sure to share them if they mean something to you and share what, the, what you're, they're saying to you. Also, we would love it if you would subscribe to our podcast. Don't forget, we have podcasts going out from Michelle Terman on Mondays at 4 o'clock p.m. Central Time, and that is the Redeemed Rebel podcast. She is passionate about uh being a gold digger, finding the gold in people's lives and leaving a little sparkle in those lives that she touches. She's a passionate prophetic minister and she has these beautiful words that God gives her. And uh, so be sure to tune into the Redeem Rebel podcast on Mondays at four o'clock. 
On Wednesdays at 2 p.m., we have the Accidental Hope podcast featuring Jennifer Eichenhorst. Jennifer is a hope ambassador. She has been through some amazingly devastating and difficult circumstances, some of them even involving the death of a stranger that deeply impacted her. And she lives to share a message educating people about what got her into that situation, giving them hope when they're in those devastating circumstances, and living as a hope ambassador to a lost and hurting world. So with that said, I'm going to close out today's show reminding you, as I always do, that blooming where you're planted is the first step to living your wildest dreams. So live your life blooming alive. Thank you for listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Central Time. Please take a moment to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also learn more about this podcast, its network, or the ministries of Blooming Inspired Network by visiting bloominginspirednetwork.com and clicking the podcast link at the top of the page.